Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Before we listen to the message, I'd like to read these scriptures in Psalm 119, verse 133. Direct my steps by your word. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 23. O Lord, I know the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man who wants to direct his own steps. Let us confess together. Father in heaven, I will not direct my own steps. You will direct my steps. And your goal, your purpose shall be done and come to pass in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. John chapter 10, verse 10, the Bible says, The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us John chapter 10, verse 10 again today. And we want to receive the light of heaven, the revelation to understand your word. And your word will direct our steps, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If there is anything in our life that is involved in killing, stealing, robbing, or destruction, those things were not done by God. Our God is not a robber. Our God is not a killer. Or a destroyer. Destruction, killing, and robbing, stealing, all come from one person. His name is Satan. He come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 10, John chapter 10, verse 10, he said, I came so that you may have life. He did not come so that we will have a getting by, a scraping by life. He said he came so that we can have super abundant life. Life and have it more abundantly, which means more than, more than enough. The word abundant means more than enough. So when Jesus said more abundantly, he means that he wants his people to have more than, more than enough life. Many Christians don't enjoy the superabundant life. But God still wants us to have superabundant life, no matter what. Your experiences and people's experiences cannot change the truth of God in the Bible. So we're going to learn together how to walk in the superabundant life together. When we talk about life here, we talk about God's kind of life. And this God's kind of life will impact our physical body, our mental capacity, spiritual life, 
finances, material relationship, it will impact everything in our life. Spiritually, we will have more joy when we have super abundant life. We have more peace, more faith. The anointing or the presence of God will get stronger and stronger. We have more and more grace in our life, super abundant grace in our life. So we want to have that super abundant life together. The same word that was used in John chapter 10, also used in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. The Greek language, the words more abundantly, means exceedingly and above. It means plenty and surplus. It means beyond measure. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, the Bible says, And God is able to make all grace about toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things. You have sufficiency. You have abounding ability in all things, physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, materially, relationship. So that we may have an abundance for every good work. God wants to give us super abundant life so that we can have more than enough leftover surplus to do good work, to fulfill the calling in our life, to be able to bless other people, minister to other people, to help the lost and the dying world. When God gives you super abundant life, you're going to have a, a lot of joy, peace, wisdom, grace, favor. The presence of God will be with you everywhere. Physically, you will have divine health. God will heal you quickly. You will have super abundant strength to get the job done. Actually, in the past few days, I had only a few hours sleep every night because I have been on call and have a lot of emergency surgery. But it's amazing this morning, I woke up and I have strength to be able to come here and preach the message. This is super abundant strength that comes from the Lord and I'm not that young anymore. My number has been increasing in my age. So God give me super abundant strength and super abundant health to be able to do the good work for him, to minister to people. Definitely, we need that super abundant life. When we talk about super abundant life, it doesn't necessarily mean that every Christian is supposed to be a millionaire. It doesn't mean that way. It means that you will have plenty and surplus to be able to do whatever God calls you to do, more than what you need to minister to other people. But so many people have not experienced a super abundant life. I'm talking about believers. Many believers are not experiencing it. But their lack of experience doesn't change the truth of God. They're still living in the scraping by, getting by physically, financially, emotionally every day. They have poor health. Their lack of strength. They feel depressed all the time. It doesn't mean that God lies in John chapter 10, verse 10. There are reasons. If you notice, the Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 10, I have come so that they may have life and that they may 
have it more abundantly. Everyone say may. It means that the superabundant life is available to every believer who believe in the name of Jesus, but it doesn't happen automatically. It's available. You have to do something about it. It's available, and we can enjoy it. We have learned from the past that one of the reasons people don't have superabundant life because they live a imbalanced life. They are not temperate or they lack self-control. For example, if you don't control your stomach and you eat too much, you're going to get sick. If you don't control yourself and you drink too much alcohol and smoke cigarette, you're going to get sick soon. And you cannot blame God that you're sick because you lack self-control. You do whatever the flesh tells you to do. So balanced life means that we are led by the Spirit of God. We yield to the Spirit of God and let the Spirit lead us. And we deny our flesh. We reject the work of the flesh and yield to the Holy Spirit. When we walk like that by walking with the Spirit and suppress the flesh, then we can have super abundant life. This is the key. A lot of people don't have super abundant life because they are carnal. They walk in the flesh all the time. Definitely, we don't live by rules, but we live by the Holy Spirit. Why God say don't live by rule? We live by the Holy Spirit because every one of us has different callings. Every one of us are different. We come from different background and different uh, ministry. Something that is more than enough for you It's too much for you. Maybe it's good for me. Something that is too little for you, maybe it's good for me that I have that little. Imbalance means you have too much of something that you should not have. And you have too little of something that you should have more. And this amount of balance between you and me and people that sit close to you are different. Some of you need more of certain things, but other people don't need those things too much. So you cannot compare a man who go out and work in a job to a housewife who work at home. Who they, they work too. They actually work. Housewife is a lot of work. They work more than husband sometimes. All day, all night. I come home, Pastor still cleaning up the house and kitchen. I can sit on the couch and rest, but she's still cleaning up. So she work all day, but for her and for me, it's different because we are in a different position and different calling. Balanced life has to be led by the Spirit. Amen? Now, today we're going to learn one principle of how to walk in the superabundant life. Let me start by reading Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. I start from this scripture, talking about light, talking about life. The Apostle Paul gave the illustration of the creation time, the beginning, that out of darkness, God created light, and the light came into that darkness. And he compared that to the spiritual life of people in the world. People who don't know Jesus, 
Their spiritual life is dead. Their spirit is dead. And the only way that they can get saved and come into the salvation is that God Himself shines the light of the gospel, shine the lights of the glory of God of the Lord Jesus Christ into their heart. And when the light come into that darkness, they come to the realization that I need salvation. And that's what happened to me 30 years ago. I was anti-Christ. I was a Buddhist man who cursed God all the time. And one day in 1981, God shined the light of the gospel into my heart. And I woke up and said, yes, I need Jesus. Then I was born again and accept Jesus into my heart. You cannot shine the light into people yourself. Your job is to be the vessel to share the testimony, to share who Christ is. But the person who shines the light into the heart of the non-believers that you witness to is the Holy Spirit. That's why you need to pray for your loved ones. That's why you need to pray for your unsafe husband, kids, that God will shine the light into them, into their heart, so that they, when they wake up and say, I need salvation, I need Jesus, we are just a vehicle, a vessel to share the gospel, use our mouth to share, and our life to show example. But when the light comes in, then spiritual operations start. People will be born again because the light shines into them. Not everybody who pray the sinner prayer are born again. Some people may pray the sinner prayer because they are tired of you. They just want to get rid of you. Get out of my home as soon as possible. Okay, I pray with you a sinner prayer. Actually, the most important thing is that the Holy Spirit needs to shine the light into their heart to the point that they're really born again. Everybody needs to be enlightened. And after we're born again, okay, that is the first step to accept Jesus. After that, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells in us and on us and around us to enlighten us, to shine the light of the truth of God into us so that we can walk in the light of God and then we can enter into the super abundant life. We need the life and the light of God in us through the Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessel. Our physical body is the earthly vessel. One day it will go back to the dust. And we have this treasure that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. The Apostle Paul said that our body is the earthly vessel and contains the Treasure. What is the treasure? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God who has everything that we need. He has wisdom. He has life, the life of God. Super abundant life is in Him. Power is in Him. He is the treasure in this earthly vessel. That's why you need to have the fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Once you accept Christ, the Holy Spirit come in this earthly vessel. John chapter 1, verse 4. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. This word of Jesus talking about life. Again, this sermon is about super abundant life. Life, everyone say life. The Lord Jesus say, once you're born again, 
the life is in you. Who is the life in you? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the treasure, the life. Jesus said, that life bring light into your life. So anytime the Bible talks about light is equal to life, the light bring life. So life and light together. Everyone say life. Everyone say light. Okay, let's continue to read what the Apostle Paul said. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 9. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Paul was a man of faith. And he said that he faced so many, many obstacles, resistance and challenges and problems in his life. But he said, no matter what comes against him, the pressure, the trial and test, the shipwreck, the being stoned, lack of food for many days, no matter what happened, he would not be crushed. He would not be in despair. He would not be knocked out. He can be knocked down, but he cannot be knocked out. He is not forsaken because the treasure, the Holy Spirit, the life and the light of God is still with him. God never forsook him. He declared, he make a declaration. No matter what happened around me, the devil come to kill, to steal and to destroy. But I declare that God is still with me. I'm not crushed. I'm not forsaken. I still have victory. No matter what conflict happens, no matter what persecution comes, attacks and challenges and pain, whatever, I still have victory. That is the declaration of faith. Everyone say faith. Faith does not guarantee or ensure you that you will not face attacks and persecution and troubles. But faith ensures that you will definitely have victory and super abundant life at the end. Everyone say faith. Do you believe that Paul is a man of faith? Do you believe that he has so much faith, maybe even more than me? He wrote the Bible. Did Paul face persecution and attacks and setbacks and disappointments? You think we can avoid that too? No. If Paul faced some attack, we're going to face some attacks as well. But we should declare like Paul, no matter what comes against me, I'm not going to be in despair. I'm not forsaken. God is still with me. We can declare, I'm not going to be crushed. I'm not going to be knocked down or knocked out. I'm going to stand firm in faith to the end and super abundant life will come. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 18. Now I'm going to get into the sermon. I just give you introduction. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 18. Therefore, we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, time and again. But Satan hindered us. This is a real life. We have an enemy or adversary of our soul. His name is Satan. Satan would do everything to hinder us from getting into the promise of God or to inherit 
the inheritance, to do everything that we can lack the superabundant life. Everyone say he hinders me. If Satan hindered Jesus, if Satan hindered Paul, he will hinder us as well. Amen. So the key is this: don't quit. He's gonna come and try to hinder us. He will do anything to stop us from receiving the super abundant life. So we must make up our mind. Everyone say, "Make up my mind." I make up my mind that I will never quit to walk in faith and to go on with God until the super abundant life happened to me. I need to stay in believing in God. Because God promised me in Second Corinthians chapter two verse fourteen. Now thanks be to God who always lead us in triumph in Christ Jesus. At the end, if we have faith in Jesus, we will have triumph. We will have victory. We will have the super abundant life if we don't quit. If we don't give up too soon. Amen. Make up your mind. No matter what come against you. No matter what happened, the traffic jam, your boss yell at you, your kids don't obey you, run around and do some wrong things. You say, "I gonna stand firm in faith. I'm not gonna quit. I'm not gonna quit believing in my God, believing in His character, in His promises. I'm gonna stand firm in faith. I'm gonna keep believing, keep believing, and stand in my faith. Make up my mind right now. Every morning, I make up my mind." I will continue to walk by faith. Hebrews chapter six, verses eleven to fifteen. I will read many scripture to show you what I try to tell you today. And we decide that each one of you show the same diligence. Everyone say diligence to the full assurance. Everyone say assurance, which means faith of hope until the end. Everyone say until the end. No quitting until the end. That you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who, through faith and patience, inherit the promises. For when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself, saying, "Surely blessing I will bless you, multiplying I will multiply you, superabundant life I will give to you." And so, after he had patiently endured, everyone say patiently endured. He obtained the promise. How can we obtain the promise of God? John chapter ten, verse ten is the promise of God that the super abundant life is available to us. How can we obtain it? The promises of God through faith and. Patience. We need to be patient, amen. In order to inherit the promises of God, you believe in your heart who God is. You believe that God is real. God ex- exists. God is love. God is faithful. God keep His promises. He is kind. You believe in what He say in His book. You confess with your mouth. But many times. People never get to the super abundant life because they quit beforehand. They give up. Patience 
is a spiritual force that undergirds you, so that you keep believing, keep on believing, keep on believing until you get to the finish line, until you get the promise of God. You need to have that endurance and patience in order to get to the promise of God. Amen. A lot of people believe God for a while, maybe two hours. In the church, they yes, amen. They walk out, they start to complain. They give up already. They start to say, oh, my business is bad now. Oh, I'm broke now. Oh, God doesn't help me. They complain right after going out of the door of the church. They give up already. My brother and sister, if you're going to walk by faith, you need to be patient. You need to endure. You need to keep believing. Keep confessing. Keep going. Don't give up in two hours. If you quit, you will lose. This is a trick of the enemy. He tried to make you quit believing, make you complain. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 11 to 14. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wile of the devil. The devil come to hinder, to steal. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Having done all, to stand. This is the second time. Say stand. Stand second time. Verse 14, stand the third time. Therefore, having girded your waist with truth, you need to know the Bible. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness and go on about the shield of faith or this thing. Stand, stand, stand. You see the picture of a soldier who keeps standing, which means I will not be knocked down. I will not be crushed. This is the same thing that God spoke to Apostle Paul. I'm not going to be knocked out. I'm going to keep fighting the warfare. I'm going to stand and keep fighting to the end. I'm going to endure all the hardships and all the attack of the enemy. Being patient doesn't mean that we passively wait for God to do something for us. Being patient doesn't mean that we just sit around Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. Patient means fighting, fighting the good fight of faith, enduring, keep pressing in, don't quit, don't back off, don't back down. When the situation is so bad, it sounds like going to sink or you're going to drown. You stand up and say, I'm going to keep my faith up. I will confess the word of God. I will not give up. Because one of the most favorite tactics of the enemy is to wear you down. He loves to wear you down. Once you feel wear down, you will give up. Get discouraged and say, okay, no more. I give up. That is the trick of the enemy. Let's look at Hebrew chapter 12 verse 3. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself. Who is that? Jesus. Jesus endured the attack 
the persecution from sinners. Lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. That is the plan of the enemy. He wants you to get discouraged and feel weary in your soul so that you can give up your faith. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Again, Paul say, don't become weary. Don't give up. Keep doing good. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 35 to 36. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, mean your faith in God, the faith in the promise of God, which has great reward. If you keep your faith in the promise of God, you will have the reward, great reward. For you have need of endurance. Again, patience, endurance. You see, the same thing again. So that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. Don't give up. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 14. For we have become partakers of Christ, which means that we share in the suffering of Christ. If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. Hold fast to the end. Don't give up. Don't be discouraged. Keep fighting the spiritual warfare. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23. Let us hold fast. Everyone say hold fast. Hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. All the scripture I read, what does it mean? Faith and patience, endurance, never give up, don't be discouraged. When I started the church many years ago, 1988, the devil attacked me right and left. All kinds of attack. Somebody hit my car. A lot of people in this city looked down on me, say that he could not make it. He is so young, he doesn't know the Bible, he cannot be a pastor of the church. One person even said that I haven't finished drinking the bottle of the milk yet. This is a gossiping in town. Then my own relative attacked me. I went to talk to some American pastor. They say, oh, Dr. Varun, don't do the church. It's so hard in America. You speak with accent. You are not American preacher. People will not understand you anyway. So don't do it. Okay, the style of church you do will not be successful. I got all kind of discouragement, attack right and left. People left church. People get into trouble in the church. All kind of things. But what I did is to hold fast to the promise of God. Because he told me, take care of my sheep in this city. I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. I did not give up. Up or down, people left the church, people offended by me, whatever. I mean, I make mistakes, don't take me wrong. I'm, I, I was a new pastor, so I make a lot of mistakes. So people left, people talk bad about me, but I continue to run the race. I continue to fight with a good fight of faith. Endure all the hardships. And now we have ministry, big ministry in Thailand, in Europe. 
So many lives, so many souls have been blessed. I read testimony in the website. Many people wrote about New Hope International Church that they listened to our teaching in the YouTube. They got healed. They came out from debt. God performed miracles. Husband and wife come back together now. More and more miracles happen all over the world because I did not give up. Because I still stand firm to the end. Amen. How long should we stand? How long should we endure? How long should we be patient? Forever, until Jesus come back. Amen. To the end. Look at what the word of Jesus say in Luke chapter twenty-one, thirty-three to thirty-four. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. But take heed to yourself. Take heed to yourself. What will not pass away? The word, the promise of God. John chapter ten, verse ten is a promise of God. He say it will never pass away. God promise shall be done. But take heed to yourself, lest your hearts be weighed down with cursing, drunkenness, and cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly. So Jesus tried to say, be careful. The devil is going to hinder you by tempting you to love money, to work for three jobs so that you can have more money, or the love of the world. He will try to do everything to get you out from the promise of God, and eventually you give up, and you don't endure and become patient. Second Corinthians chapter four verse ten: Always caring about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul said that I share the suffering of Jesus Christ. I was persecuted, stoned, shipwrecked. I faced all kind of hardships. That the life of Jesus, everyone say life. What kind of life? Super abundant life. God kinds of life also may be manifested in our body. Paul make a conclusion in verse ten. He say that because he stand in faith. He declare, "I will not be crushed. I will not be knocked out. I will not die. I will fight a good fight of faith. I know I face hardships because this world is full of demons, full of sickness and disease, and bad people who try to give you a hard time. Attacks everywhere, problems and problems. But I can stand in faith. I'm not going to give up." So that the life of Jesus, the super abundant life, the soul of God, the power of God, will be manifested through me. I shall experience super abundant life because I never gave up. I stand in faith and patience until the end. Amen. How many people say I want to stand in faith to the end? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I like to ask one of our members to give testimony. When this young man start to play piano in our worship team, he struggled so much, but he never gave up. And he said, "I want to fight with a good fight of faith to the end." And now he is one of our worship leader. Joseph, come up and give testimony quickly that you don't give up. In serving the Lord, in 
pressing in to the super abundant anointing and ministry. Yes, go ahead. We stand here. Everyone. Uh, so yeah, Pastor Lau asked me to you know talk a little bit about uh, staying faithful. Uh, I don't know. Have any of you watched my testimony on YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you can understand. I, I half of it is just me crying. <laughs> but I'll try to not cry. Uh, so yeah, I, as Pastor Lau said, yeah, I was. Uh, I used to. Well, I still play piano for uh, church, but um, when I was. You know, you're really young. I, I struggled a lot. You know, I I remember I, I told in L.A. how uh, before I could only play with two fingers on the left hand. And then that, that was all I could play. Or actually, sorry, it started with just one finger on the right hand. And I would just jump around with the keys, you know. And then the example I gave was, you know, today is the day, that song by. You know, today is the day. And then, you know, that song I can only play one finger. And it was so hard for me. I only played right hand, one finger. And, you know, I, I told my dad, like, Dad, like, why do you let me play? You know, like, you don't have all these amazing uh, people to play for you, but, you know, you, <laughs> you choose me to, like, just play this, you know, thing only on the right hand. But, you know, my dad, he, you know, he helped me stay faithful. He, like, he stand with me and said, you know what, you know, how will we pray? So we pray, and then eventually I could finally play two fingers on the left hand and one finger on the right hand, right? Praise God, you know. <laughs> I'm so happy, right? Yeah, I can play all day and... <laughs> And then um, I remember one, one point in my life, I just got kind of dry, you know, and I was kind of like, God, you know, I, I can serve you. I'll serve you all the days of my life, but, you know, can, this is all I can do. And I remember uh, Pastor Becky came, and, you know, when Pastor Becky plays, it sounds like a, a different instrument. <laughs> and then I remember she prayed for me, and, you know, finally I could, you know, start playing, you know, more full, and then, you know, uh, you know two hands, like, can play all color and everything, and then I really thank God that, you know, that people can pray for me, and then I remember one day, it was so hard for me, because I just couldn't understand how to, how to play one song, and, uh, sorry, <laughs> and then, you know, I told my dad, like, this is the same, this is the same part I cried at on the YouTube video, too, <laughs> uh, so I told my dad, like, you know, Dad, why don't you just take me off for this week? Because, sorry. Take off from the worship team. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to finish. <laughs> faithful, faithful to finish. <laughs> So I told my dad, you know, why don't you take me off? <laughs> I don't mean to call you up to cry here. <laughs> so I told him, you know, why take me off for, <sighs> okay, I think I'm good. Take me off for worship team for this week. <laughs> and he said, you know, my dad's not really strict, you know. And after I told him that, I, like, I ran upstairs, and he'll start crying. And then my dad just told me, like, you're going to play this week. 
that's the first time that, you know, my dad was like, <laughs> pretty stupid. <laughs> but, you know, I, I played that week, and, you know, ever since, it just it never stopped. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and you know, and I just keep playing since then. I think, you know, God keep, keep adding. And you know, God sent me people along the way to say, you know, thank you for being, you know, faithful. <laughs> so I keep, you know. So don't like, give up. Yeah. So I just don't give up. And, you know, I see God bless me. In so many areas of my life, and you know, I think one thing to remember is when you face, you know, your greatest opposition, you're about to see, you're about to see your greatest blessings. So, just hope I can hope I can encourage you today that you're facing opposition. If you think you're being attacked. You're about to see, see your blessing. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your time and continue to stay faithful. I believe that God will bless you. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you <clears throat> so don't give up. Amen. When God promised you, called you to do something, just stay in faith. And don't give up. Just keep pressing in. Keep being enduring. And you may make mistakes. That's okay. But the promotion is coming. If you don't give up, the promotion will come. God will take you to the next level. Amen. If you fly in the highway with God, you're going to get to the reward of God eventually. So I'd like you to sing a special song for us. To show that you can play piano now. Sing a special song for us. Go ahead. We already set it up. Thank you, Jesus. So everyone just worship with him. Hallelujah. Turn on that. Yeah. Does sing? Okay. Hallelujah. Just put, pick whatever song you want. I tell him last minute. We did not plan this before. Just happened. Starting from one finger, now two finger, and now he plays. Listen to his... his. Um, you know the, the song that sometimes helps me is... Uh... It's actually, it's called Lord I Need You by Matt My, Mayer. Mayer. <laughs> um, basically the whole song just talks about, you know, like, how you need God, and you know, like, this song really helps me when... You know, I feel like God, I'm a little dry. Can you send me some help, you know? Okay, it goes like this. Now you can sing along with me. Lord, I come. Lord, I come. I confess. Bowing here, I find my rest. Without you, I fall apart. 
You're the one that guides my heart. Say, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. Oh, I need you. Every hour, I need you. My one defense, my righteousness. So, God, how I need you. Sing, sin runs deep. Sin runs deep, your grace is more, grace is found, is where you are, where you are, Lord I am free, holiness is Christ in me, where you are. Where you are, Lord, I am free. Holiness is Christ in me. Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. Oh, Tell the Lord together. Let's stand up. Tell the Lord. Father in heaven, even though the earth and heaven shall pass away, but your word shall endure forever. O oh Lord, we believe in you. We need you. Behold confession, the confession of faith in your word, in who you are. We shall hold fast to what you say. Lord, even though we may be pressed from every side, but we will not be crushed. Crushed. 
even though we are perplexed, we will not be confused. Even though we are persecuted, we will not be forsaken. Because your spirit, the life and the light of God, is dwelling in us. You never forsake us. You never depart from us. Even though we are knocked down, but we are not destroyed. We will stand up again, again, and again. We will never be discouraged. Give up. Or walk away. We will do what the Apostle Paul said: through faith and patience, we all shall inherit the promises of God. Lord, give us this spiritual strength, patience. Endurance, ability to stand in faith, all the days of our life, until we see the victory. You lead us into triumph, Lord. We are the victor, not the victim. Thank you, Lord. Super abundant life belongs to us. And we will not let the devil hinder it and cause us to be discouraged. But we will stand firm in faith to the end to do what you call us to do: to press into the divine health, to the divine strength, the joy and the peace, the prosperity of God. The success, the blessing of Abraham. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the Holy Spirit, who is the treasure in this earthly vessel, who helps us every day, strengthens us every day. The Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead can give life and give light to this mortal body. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If today you want me to pray for you, you know when we lay hand, laying on of hand is in the Bible. When we lay hand, the Bible say that the Spirit of God come, impart the blessing, impart the wisdom, the strength. Laying on of hand is impartation of the things of the spirit. I will be here to pray for you, but if you need to go, I understand. How many people have been blessed today? How many people God speak to you today? You will put into practice. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.